This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All things considered, when you think about the Brooklyn Nets and the unknown and this cast of characters, they could be better than 500 right now, for sure. There's a couple games that they should have won early on. But all in all, when you lose three starters, when you lose, like, think about it. Right. Ben Simmons been out the last couple games. We just got Claxton back yesterday. Claxton was uh, considered a defensive player of the year candidate. Cam Johnson got paid big money in the offseason. You lose him. Cam Thomas was putting the league on notice, was like the fourth leading scorer in the NBA through the first like five or six games. And then P.J. Tucker off his linebacker, who you've heard me talk about, just plays football out there, always getting in the way. Like, what if I told you? This a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, I think you take it. I think all things considered, you take it, Alex. What's your vibe around the Brooklyn Nets right now? Yeah, um, I see uh Kevin saying in the chat that we can easily be seven and three. Uh, yeah, those uh, the three games that really uh got away from us were the Cavs, the Mavs, and the Bucks games. Uh, those were tough, but at the same time. Again, we'll get into it. The Wizards game and the Bulls game, we might have gone away with. So I would say probably six and four. Um, and I mean, the, it, it when we beat the Clippers, it, it, the vibe uh, felt sort of very similar to when we, when last year, KD, well, we didn't know it at the time, but KD played his last time, last game as a net where he uh, hurt, his, hurt himself against the Heat. And then at the end, Royce O'Neal hit a clutch uh, tip-in to beat the Heat. And then we were all, like, happy, like, great win. You know, we did it without KD. We came back from, I think it was, like, 10 down that game. And then I'm just like, well, KD's out for weeks, and we're going to struggle. And I, you can definitely see the offensive struggle without Cam Thomas. And uh, defensively, and even, like, I know people won't like it, but – Ben Simmons, like he's a big miss, and uh, and even then, we'll uh, and uh, Jeff just brought it up actually. That I was literally the words out of my mouth that Lonnie Walker's injury. He's he's a trooper. I I love I love him. He's my favorite guy off the bench. Uh, he said he's going through an injury, but he's got to play. He's got to prove himself why he he needs the team needs him. So I really appreciate that from him. So. I would say six and four, but and the vibe is like up and down right now just because of Cam Thomas's injury. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's a good vibe around the team, but I think it's just a run like down the middle vibe. Like I think it's just a uh, you know what it whatever it is what it is. I hope guys get healthy. I hope guys do a little bit better now. Um, 
You know, Jeff mentioned Lonnie Walker. What if I told you that Lonnie Walker, what if I told you during the Western semifinals last year that Lonnie Walker the fourth would be on the Brooklyn Nets? He wouldn't even be in the rotation opening night. But then on November 13th, you'd have Brooklyn Nets fans saying this is their favorite player or their favorite player off the bench. He's hurt right now. And uh, I'll go pull um, what I saw from uh, Eric Slater. And, uh, I mean, it sucks. These guys, uh, the injury bug hitting them so early, especially in a year where um, we're supposed to be uh, not having load management and penalties for load management. There's no load managing here. These are just guys playing hard and getting hurt. It's, it sucks, but it's part of all sports. It's part of the game. Obviously, it's football season right now. You see that across the NFL. Every week, somebody's missing. But as far as Lonnie Walker goes, he's been playing with the knee injury, and he's champed it out. So Eric Slater writes that Lonnie Walker said he's been playing through significant knee pain since Brooklyn's second game, and he re-aggravated it yesterday. He said, my knee has just been sore since game two and in a lot of pain. Just been playing through it for the most part. Damn near playing on one leg. Kind of just re-aggravated it a little bit, but for the most part, I'm good. Now, this is a guy who's going to say that, right? This is a guy who wants to play. This is a guy who said, we got a lot of dogs on this team. They're hungry, and hungry dogs are not going to stop because their knee hurts a little bit. He wants to be there. He wants to be available. He knows this team is missing. Cam Thomas is scoring. He knows this team has moving parts. Ben Simmons out and a bunch of different guys coming back in and out of the lineup as they're trying to figure out rotations and what's best for them to have success. Uh, shout out to everybody pulling up in, in the chat. We got a couple more people in here now. Um, right now, we're just doing general vibe check before we get into each three game, um, each of the three games for this episode. And I don't even care to talk too much about that Celtics game. I was watching it on my phone in and out and checking the score. I was uh, you know, out to dinner with my wife on Friday night. And once the score got out of hand, I didn't really care for that, but we'll definitely talk about James Harden and his return with the Clippers um, beating them. And we're obviously going to talk about what happened yesterday with Claxton and Claxton and his return. And, uh, you know, Bridges putting up 27 and doing his thing there. So back to the chat we go. Shea says really no reason for a guy like Mikhail to be shooting as many threes as he's been. He's a mid range assassin. We have lost at least four games with comfortable leads because the amount of threes we launch. Um, I mean, bro just wants to get out there and do this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. <laughs> celebration? No. Honestly, I think it's an intentional thing. I think it's something that might have been spoken on with Jacques Vaughn. I know coming into the season, people talk about, oh, who's shooting the three? No KD, no Kyrie, no Joe Harris, no Patty Mills. They're going to lack three-point shooting. And we didn't at all in the beginning. But without Cam, uh, I guess you can't just rely on Royce and, and Doe to shoot every three. Uh, I don't mind Mikhail trying to find it, shoot or shoot. And a lot of people were asking him to step up. A lot of people were very critical of his start um, in the game on um, Friday against the Celtics. What do you have? 12 points? 
And then he had another game where he had 10 points. Yeah, against the, the Clippers, he had 10 points. So you're asking the guy to score, and he gives you a 27-point game, and we get a win. And he had big defensive plays down the stretch, stealing the ball, hitting threes. Like, I'm not going nit- to nitpick at that. What do you say to that, Alex? Um, I I just – I for me, I hate the, like, shooters need to shoot uh, type of thing, especially from three. Like, he was one of 10, I'm pretty sure, at some point, and – uh, yeah, I gotta agree with Joey. Where, you know, at some point he was he was not missing from the mid range. So if you see that your shots not missing from the mid range and can't hit a three, and arguably the one three he hit when he was one of ten was arguably the sh- hardest shot, um, which makes no sense. Like he needs to just trust his mid range more. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Lonnie Walker. Uh, the, the, it's getting more – the rotations are getting more annoying, to be honest. Like, And just seeing how well the Rockets are doing, they're on a six-game winning streak, just makes me more upset that we don't have Ime Udoka as our head coach. The guy is making the Rockets – into a legit playoff team. I know it's very early on into the season. Let's but... have that conversation because people are having that conversation right now about Jock Vaughn and, you know, Joey put in there that similar to what I said, I think this is something that they um, have spoken on and it's part of the plan. Joey says, uh, JV making us a live by the three, die by the three team in response to Mikhail Bridge shooting a three. I said that's because when you when you lose some, some shooters, you got to figure out who's going to be the shooters. But uh, a lot of folks now on Nets Twitter are putting out the whole Ime Udoka narrative and Jacques Vaughn. And I don't know, man. This is this is what I'll say. There, There's no way they could have brought Ime Udoka in here when we honestly heard it. Think back in your mind, the shitstorm that was going on with the Brooklyn Nets. All the nonsense. At least they moved on from Steve Nash. But they were not going to fire Steve Nash have Kyrie doing his anti-Semitism post and then have these these rallies outside Barclays Center, um, Jewish community members stepping up, Joe Side putting out this ridiculous thing that Kyrie had to do after the self-imposed suspension and just say, yeah, we're going to bring in Ime Udoka, who cheated on his wife, who now his wife is doing podcasts with Young Jeezy. <laughs> I won't even go down that rabbit hole. Um, But (laughs) Ime Udoka had a terrible cloud over his name because he was supposedly sleeping with one of the Boston Celtics executives' wives, and um, they they couldn't do it. So that's all I wanted to say on it. I know everybody talked, oh, we should have got Ime Udoka. There was no way they were going to do it. They couldn't have done it. They might have floated the idea and thought that because he used to be one of our guys, but it would have been a PR nightmare. Alex, uh, I I would I would have taken the hit to be honest. The guy is a top, arguably a top three coach. In the NBA. <laughs> Alex, I, I would have still done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like if you, I, I get in the circumstance, but why couldn't they just wait? Like. Like maybe just wait a, a few weeks. Like what? Because it Because Jacques Vaughn walks home from the games, and he's a former net, and he embodies the and he's Brooklyn Sean, and way. He's Sean and, Marks' friend, you know, like Sean. Right, Marks Sean Marks really friends. likes him, and um, it's just they, they, that, like, the, the extension. That's what they could have waited on, bro. They gave the, yeah, Jacques Vaughn no an sense. extension. 
where I'm like, whoa, 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 what did you see? 